Lucy. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. We're back. Yeah, I would say, I mean, can we maybe technically call this season three? <laughs> no, it hasn't been that much time that it's season three. Yeah, we've been doing this for two years. Have we? Thinking, yeah. I mean, wow. 2020, like, pandemic hit March of 2020. We probably kicked this up. I mean, we could probably easily go back and yeah, check it Spotify, out. Yeah, Spotify, fact check it. But I'm pretty sure it was July now that you're mentioning that. Right. And then we've been doing it for two years, and then that was the longest break. since the last time. Yeah, yeah, we, we got, took our we took yeah, our we, summer break exactly. Like, yeah, as if we're teachers, but we're not or rich. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and like went places. Well, we you were busy. You were flying around. Yeah, I mean, and then the like, one weekend you were home, I was away. Right. We've just had conflicting schedules. <laughs> <laughs> my person needed. My people needed to reach out to Casey's people, so they finally did, and here we are. And my dogs don't have thumbs, so they couldn't, they couldn't answer the phone calls. <laughs> your your publicist dog. <laughs> my assistant dog. Scooter's obviously the publicist, and Gordo's the assistant. Yeah, obviously. Scooter's Durr. like, you are not getting past this line. <laughs> yeah, Scooter's a real bitch. Yeah. you got to be to be in PR, I know. And Gordo's a real dummy. So, yeah. <laughs> that, che- that checks out. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean. But, yeah, we have a lot. I mean, a million things happened while we were gone. And we're, we're also not really going to cover a lot of, like, what had happened because we want to be more up what to What happened was. Yeah. Um, Let me yeah. tell you what happened was. No, we'll we'll cover up what's basically been happening over the last week or so, because um, there's plenty just in the last week. So uh, if you haven't been paying attention to the news, that's what we're here for. Yeah. So let's bring you guys up to speed on kind of what the highlights and really uh, mostly all the lowlights <laughs> for the last couple of weeks. Um, and we're going to kick it off with, you know, one of my favorites, all my Stan accounts are for <laughs> Benjamin Affleck, Benjamin Giza Affleck, <laughs> born 1979 in Berkeley, California. Um, he and J-Lo got back together. I mean, we knew they got back together, but they got married in uh, a midnight uh, wedding ceremony in Vegas with an Elvis impersonator. And they're currently honeymooning in Paris. With half of the crew of kids. It seems like the girls are with them and their boys are not. Um, but they're having a great time in Paris. It uh, just depends on which paparazzi picture you get of Ben. Because he's either sleeping or looking really gaunt or smiling. <laughs> and then Jennifer is just smiling Being. around and holding his hand. and yeah, Being J-Lo as per usual. Although yeah. she did post like right after their wedding... Um, that her she signed off as Jennifer Affleck. Yeah. And then, so I'll be curious. I mean, her Insta still says J Lo, you know, Jennifer Lopez, but it was interesting. I've, yeah, I've been reading that she's like legally changed it. And then I guess there was a woman, I think I was watching a comedian make fun of a woman who they saw like on the view or something who started crying about how Jennifer Lopez is no longer Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> She's Jennifer <laughs> Affleck. And it's the end of J-Lo. And it's like, look, this woman has spanned a career that is like un- unprecedented 
Okay. Jennifer is not going anywhere. Ugh, if anything, Jennifer, she needs to chill out because like she's not wait- making us want anything more from her. Like she has her website that she posts like all her. It's like a like she's not even using Instagram. She like it's like go to my website and see like my personal stories and like. Well, and she also has a skincare line, which we're supposed to believe is what she uses for her body and skin, which we know she like uses Limer face cream for her whole body. That's like a known fact. Yeah, and like, uh, so we and know like that the her skin of like a uh, baby penises and <laughs> and you know vampire bats and like you know we're, yeah we're whatever talking... you're buying from J Lo ain't gonna make your skin look like hers. Let's be real. You're never. You guys aren't gonna be J Lo. Like that is a genetic predisposition matched with the touch of Jesus all the himself money and all the money in the world yeah. to pay for her lifestyle, but. One thing I thought was really interesting from the wedding was that she wore the dress that she wore in the movie Jersey Girl. That's um, hilarious. Which is the one of two stankers of movies she did with Ben Affleck back in the day. Yeah, um, I think now from listening to other other Kevin Smith conversations, that seems to have some vague like cult appreciation, like. He, Kevin Smith says that people compliment him on Jersey Girl, but when it came out, no one saw it. I did, unfortunately. Oh, there you go. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, what were the circumstances that you went? I think saw that it was movie? just like a movie to see in the theater with my friends because it was a time when you know you would just go to the movies because there was nothing else to do on Long Island. We weren't streaming anything. Yeah. And this would have been what? No, it was 2004. There was no streaming yet. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, we didn't have a choice. We had to go to the movies. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, because you're not, like, a big movie fan in general, and then to go and see that. No, exactly. But, um, did have a great cast. I I mean, so did Geely. Geely gave us Justin Bartha. Yeah, but I remember Jersey Girl had George Carlin, I think, plays, like, Ben Affleck's dad or something. Yeah. And it's a Kevin Smith film. But yeah, that's really cute. Well, how do you it feel has, about it? Has ben a 43, 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. So clearly it's still not a great movie. No, but it's, <laughs> a lot of people connect to it because it's about a, a, you know, a, a single father all of a sudden now and then with his relationship with his daughter. And that's right. why people tell Kevin Smith that they like really appreciated that he focused on that relationship. And they're like, I didn't, you know, it was me and my dad growing up. So that's the, you know, demo that's going to Kevin Smith and attaching right. themselves. Um, but yeah, you want to let me, um, what do you want to tell the audience, the readers, the audience, the publicists, what, <laughs> what your opinion about this relationship? I mean, I could care less on both ends. So if they stay together for 20 years, that's great. If they last for a year or two, that's great too. Either way, it's no skin off But my you mind. don't think they're going to last. You I don't. That. Yeah. This is the only relationship that like makes me believe in love. So. Yeah. I mean. I just think she's the modern day, um, what's her face? Elizabeth Taylor. And she's got a different husband like every decade. So we'll see. I just appreciate a reconciliation. Yeah, no, I mean, it's certainly much better than how it (laughs) ended, you know, 20 something years ago when they basically called off the wedding the night before. (laughs) No, no. It was was something like that. Yeah, but it was still like, it wasn't. It was a very dramatic. It wasn't like he. Well, I would say opposite. Actually, it was very like, like a a normalized. Like this isn't going to be working if this is the direction they were going in. It was a completely different relationship in two thousand three, two thousand and four. 
she was still hungry as fuck. Yeah, like, she wasn't the and... breadwinner. Now she definitely will be. She, she definitely I makes. Would... I would think she makes more than he does at this point. Well, yeah, but even then, she was making more than he was. Oh, was she? Yeah, because she had all three areas. He was losing his acting career. Like, but yeah, he was... was not the director that he is now. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It was. I thought it was the beginning of his director world, but I guess that's a little bit later. No, this would have been the beginning of the end of his acting world in order to then like start pursuing directing. Yeah. Yeah. He had to like create a new chapter because he got, he just got too wrapped up in the Hollywood of it all. Right. And this would have been, as we all do. Yeah. This would have been his chronic um, gambling addiction period. Like, is this when he got that disgusting tattoo, or that was later on? That's later on. That's post divorce from Jennifer, mm. who's a phoenix rising from the ashes. Because he's he's Mister Sensitive. He's a Leo. He's a Leo. He's a Leo. But yeah. So yeah, excited about that. Um, yeah, and then we can take a. Uh, yeah, the next. Well, one's should very we do the other? Should we do the other weddings just while we're on that? Oh yeah, sure. That's a smart idea. Um. Yeah, the other we there's a lot of weddings that happened in the last like month or so. Um, the other wedding that I was excited about, although I kind of knew this was coming because they've been together for a while and they I, they have a son. But Jay Ellis from probably most notably most most notably from Insecure and then um, I would the say new, Top Gun Maverick, the newest. Yeah, I was just gonna say, and then probably more recently, um, Top Gun Ma- Maverick. He married his uh, baby mama. I think her name is Serena something or other. I don't know if she, I think she's a model, but um, yeah, I mean, they've just been together and they have a kid. So it's not really that much of a surprise. Nina. There. Oh, Nina. Thank you. Yeah. She's a Serbian model. Yeah. So and then he turned off his comments on Instagram, apparently after he got married. You know what? He doesn't want any bad responses. I don't blame him. A lot of celebrities I've noticed been doing that. I've Um, also noticed like non-celebrities doing it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) That's hilarious. Should I start doing that? (laughs) Yep. Um, But yeah, they got engaged. I think before COVID and they, oh, sorry. They have a daughter. Yeah. Her name is Nora. So um, yeah, I think you have the more interesting, surprising one. Oh, and Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, if you guys don't know that name, nice rock you've been living under, the star of Queen's Gambit, uh, she was just most recently in The Northman with Alexander Skarsgård, uh, uh, she's great in everything, she's going to be in everything forever, she apparently had a court, uh, courtyard, is what I was about to say, <laughs> courthouse wedding to a, a musician, actor, model named Malcolm McRae, who has definitely the musician actor model look to take himself places. He's a very pretty boy. Uh, not my style at all, but very much like strokes 2002 vibe. Mm, that was a time. Yeah, it was a, it was a great time. Yeah. Very like Juliana Casablanca, but actually like more of that drummer guy that Drew Barrymore was in a relationship with for like, five and years. not only Drew Barrymore, but then Kristen Wiig dated him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stavros or something like that. I can't remember his name, but something like that. Yeah, but he um, he has a um, uh, art gallery up on the Upper East Side. 
Ooh, I should go check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's all, yeah, I remember walking by it being like, holy shit, I know that name. Uh, yeah, so they apparently they had a secret little wedding that has not been confirmed. Um, fun, fun times. Good for her. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, was there any other one that you wanted to cover? Um, no. On the wedding side. I think that was one of the big ones. Okay. Um, but yeah, hard, hard left. Yeah. Uh, another major story that's been unraveling over the last couple of weeks is uh, related to Ricky Martin. So initially, um, there was an anonymous accuser that had come out alleging. Oh, he that- was arrested for domestic violence. That's what happened. Oh, and that's. Yeah. Okay, and then we so were Rick- like, okay, how, what, who, who against domestic violence? Like, who was the accuser for the domestic violence case? Right. So then eventually it was revealed that it was actually Ricky Martin's nephew, 21-year-old Dennis Yadel Sanchez, um, who claimed that Ricky Martin not only was uh, allegedly, you know, d- being a domestic abuser, but also... Had assaulted him. Yeah. Also was, there was incest involved. Um, but they had been in a seven-month relation, consensual relationship. Yeah, and that um, as a result of the allegations that Ricky was going to be facing up to 50 years behind bars, um, we were just like, what the F? Like, this is so insane. I was like, I, I can't have this be real. Like, this is... This is, it also didn't really make any sense with that age with because I was like, well, if we have like a grooming situation, why? And then the nephew is saying it was consensual and he's 21. Like, I was like, this timeline is not adding up for like a normal psychological profile. Well, yes. And so basically earlier this week, it was the charges were dropped as they then realized that um, the the nephew is suffering some from severe mental health issues. And so it sounds like the allegations were just uh, claims from a hysteric person. So we're glad. Sounds like he's having like a, yeah. He's not well. Bipolar break. And he, he removed, I think the allegations himself. Like, I think he went to the court and had just. Yeah. It says the case was dismissed after Sanchez dropped the claims against his uncle. Yeah. And then in a statement that was released after the case was thrown out, um, Ricky Martin's attorneys had said that the uh, allegations were made up because he is a troubled individual. He as in Sanchez. So um, obviously a crazy story to be in the news. Glad to hear that Ricky Martin is not a domestic abuser. Or uh, having a relationship or with having his nephew. A relationship with his nephew. I mean, isn't he in theory in a relationship or what? Well, he? that's why we were like, where's the domestic violence coming from? Because like it, is it with the partner? And then like what does that mean? And then it was like, no, it's incest with his nephew. And we were like, okay, whoa. Right, yeah. He's still married to his husband uh since 2017, and they share custody of four children. Uh, 13-year-old twins, Mateo and Valentino, who Martin welcomed via surrogacy, and then three-year-old Lucia and Ren, also three. Oh, cute. So. But um, yeah. No, it was definitely because we were waiting to see, like, oh, no. Like, yeah. did he and his partner get into a fight? And, like, this isn't good. And then it was like, whoa, wait. 
Yeah, it was nuts or us. I yeah. was just like, is this going to be another R. Kelly scenario? Because... Yeah, I was like, I can't have this be real. And you were yeah. like, it's looking not it, good. It was looking legit, but thankfully it was not. And I can only imagine the family turmoil that's going on right now in the Martin family. <laughs> I can't. Or just like, can we get, yeah, can we get the nephew the help? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope so for many reasons. But yeah, so that was just a crazy story to be following as well over the last couple weeks. Yeah. But yeah, we're glad it took the, took the turn that it took. Ooh. Cause I was also just thinking of like who Ricky Martin is for that community. And I was like, Oh yeah. no, it would not end well. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. And then we'll take another hard right turn. Cause I don't want us to go in circles. If we take, keep taking left turns. <laughs> Um, so this is like a hardcore rumor and I say that like like I always want the best for this man because in my head we are really good friends and we've <laughs> never had any communication at all whatsoever but like he would want he would really like to hang out with us but Bradley Cooper is rumored to be maybe dating Huma Abedin you know Anthony Weiner's ex uh, Hillary Clinton's former like right hand woman or still right hand woman like aide, and it's rumored that these guys got together. Uh, they were set up by Anna Wintour, which Michelle and I are already you know already the the the, the wheels are turning are going off. Yeah, <laughs> like, the wheels oh, are turning. Yikes! And apparently he's quote unquote like intrigued and like fascinated by her intelligence. But I say hardcore rumor because we're talking about like what would be a pretty prominent New York couple and there hasn't been photographs of them even like walking together, getting a meal together, entering or exiting apartment buildings near, you know, like we'll have to see. And right before this news came out, I mean, at least on Dumois, it was noted that he was seeing Diana Agron, uh, the actress. (gasps) Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. I am very into her and she just got divorced from Mumford and Sons guitar player. Then if wait, am I thinking, Oh, I I think no, Diana, I thought Diana Agron was with someone else, but you could be right. Um, but, but we're talking from Glee. Glee. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Winston Marshall oh, okay. is her ex and he is the former bass player or um, former guitar banjoist and guitarist for uh, Mumford and Sons. And he was asked to leave the band during when all the, um, all the what, what specific area it was all the stuff that was getting kicked up during COVID in terms of like social justice and things. And he published like his support for a very like fascist leaning author. And then Twitter was like, Whoa, Hey, Mumford and Sons, like your guitarist is showing like Nazi alignment. And then the guitarist was like, fine, I'm going to fucking quit this band. And they were like, okay, cool. And so he did. And then Diana Agron Jewish. Um, Well, it wasn't like anti-Jew stuff. It Uh, was just very much like fascist, like, right anti-liberalism type of like he's not tied to anybody specifically but he was saying like he agrees with these kind of with this like author who published published something and then the author is also tied to having very left-wing ideology and so twitter got really mad and they were like are you really gonna like let this guy be in your band and then he was like if you think that you can come after me and 
you know, attack me and who I am. Like, I don't need to be in the public eye. And the band was like, okay, then you don't need to be like, we're fine with this. <laughs> we don't need you. Yeah. So yeah, she, um, well, she's from Savannah, Georgia. Let's see. Born to a seamstress and a photographer. Yep. Russian Jew. Good yeah, call. I know my Jews. Oh, she was raised in San Antonio. Bummer. Okay. Um, but yeah, she, I'm, I'm so in love with her. She's so great in everything she does. Yeah, that was the rumor on Dumois. Again, I never saw photos of them together. So it's like equally as rumorish as the Bradley Cooper Huma story. Since again, we haven't seen photos. We're just hearing from a source. Yeah. Uh, and dating. unfortunately, Cooper has a lot of attached rumors of contractual relationships and that he's possibly still closeted so that's why it's like hardcore that's interesting i don't know if you ever told me that that oh yeah yeah like yeah the um well and then there's also the renee zellweger of it all like anytime she kind of gets kicked up it's a little bit of a a hag situation even though she's with that guy for the makeover Mm. show now but that's kind of thing because yeah because he because oh because then i think the big rumor started when he was uh, married to She's so gorgeous. She's a Latina actress in New York. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Esposito. Esposito, yeah. Yeah. And they're only married. They were together for years. And they're only married for a handful of months. And when she filed, I think she filed fraud instead of like irreconcilable oh. differences. And so people, that's when the rumor mill started to kick off that Cooper was, you know, struggling with his sexuality. And then they maybe got contracts for the rest of his relationships moving forward. Because, like, the, the uh, and, like, arena chic of it all. And, like, he's always on good terms with his exes. And, like, yeah. Hmm. Except he's also, he and uh, Zoe, um, I was going to say Deschanel, which is not what that one. Zoe from fucking everything. From Avatar. Deutsch? No. no oh, it? Zoe Saldana. Yeah, thank you. Because she was with her Boston guy for like 10 years, her New Hampshire guy, that Jamie saw them at the gas station once in the New Hampshire. Uh, <laughs> that he, they were together for like 10 years. And then she did a movie with Bradley Cooper and like dumped that guy, got with Bradley for like the duration of the movie. And then she apparently like tore Bradley's heart out of his chest while it was still beating. And then they like couldn't be allowed in the same room ever again. And he's also, but he voices one of the characters from Marvel and he literally has never done a single press tour or attached himself to any of the Marvel stuff. Mm. Because she's part of Guardians of the Galaxy that he does the voice for Rocket Raccoon. It's a very interesting situation. He's literally never come out to any premiere of any Marvel thing or gone to Comic-Con or done anything. Yeah. Interesting. So fun little backup on Bradley Cooper. Well, yeah, we'll wait and see. I mean, if they are dating, I'm sure there will be a pap photo at, at some point. Um, and ho- maybe he's dating both of them. I love he's, him so much. He's just dating around like he yeah. could because he's Riley Cooper. Yeah, I think he doesn't like to be. I think that's his thing, though. Like, he mm. really is. He's so insecure. I love it. <laughs> yeah, actually, there was a photographer that I once worked with at Getty that said that all the times he's taking photos with... Um, Bradley that he always is uncomfortable and never like knows how to position himself in front of a camera even after all these years yeah he just wants to hang out with his kid and his mom 
and like do theater in Williamstown, Massachusetts. <laughs> like that's where his joy is. I mean, there's worse. There's only worse um, people in Hollywood. Yeah. So. No, exactly. We'll take yeah. it. Has anybody said a? Yeah. Have we ever heard a bad thing about him? No. Well, that's a great segue because we've heard terrible bad things about this person over and over again. Oh my god! I think I finally removed my personal anger towards this story, but maybe not. <laughs> It's been a while. I mean, it's been a while since we've been on, but it's also been a while since we talked about everyone's favorite Kardashians. Um, and we try not to really talk about them, but this story was just too much to not reveal or not to discuss. But, you know, we've been seeing the journey of Chloe and Tristan. And the last we had heard, you know, he cheated on her with that uh, trainer, Marilee Nichols. Nichols and finally admitted that that child was his, despite the fact that I still don't think he's giving money to the child. He um, hasn't acknowledged the child nor his. No, first he did eventually acknowledge. He did, like, uh, oh, but, sorry. By acknowledge, I mean like participate in parenting. Yeah, no, that's a different story. But yeah. he finally, in June of this year, like. Admitted that admitted yes, that I he is a father. This <laughs> woman after the paternity test came back positive, <laughs> and he could no longer say it wasn't his. Yeah, he also um, has a five-year-old that he I would also say has not acknowledged because right that he, he left got the, with when he he best basically left that woman and that child to get with Chloe. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so you know I don't know why we're surprised, but. Earlier this month, it was reported that Tristan and Chloe are expecting their second child together. This is with uh, surrogacy versus uh, obviously having sex like the previous one. And we had kind of known this this was potentially on the table for people who watch even up keep, keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, there was talk of them going through surrogacy at that point. We didn't know about him cheating. So even though we knew about the first cheating where he was cheating while she was pregnant and it caused her to go into labor early, but we didn't know about, um, the, this Nichols kid. Uh, so we later, we later find out that the child was conceived in November, 2021, just a month before Nichols gave birth. Uh, so at that point we had no idea that. The world had no idea that Tristan was already having a child with someone else. And I guess neither did Chloe. Um, no, so basically Tristan fact, went like, through a whole. Tristan knew. Tristan, Tristan went knew. through finding the surrogate, uh, you know, freezing the embryos, going through all of that while, while trying clearly... to get Marilee to shut the fuck up about being pregnant with his child. Yep. And now, ever since that news came out, he has just been out. And about through, I think, Greece, maybe some other places in Europe, we saw him with a mystery woman who some people thought was uh, Kanye's lady, but then they later revealed it's not. Oh, be- so many mystery women. Every day, it's two to three more women. Yeah, and obviously, the Kardashian fans are trolling him and taking a million photos if they're out and about. So it's like, no matter what this man does out in the public, he will get caught. Um, it's just insane that not only did Chloe decide to continue the DNA of this terrible human to give true 
a, a sibling, but that he continues to just not give a fuck. I mean, I guess well, when here's you're, the not th- held, I mean, you're not held accountable, so why would you? Well, actually, at this point, it's like kind of worst case scenario just in terms of how he's, quote unquote, able to behave. If we're going to talk about like, you know, what is appropriate behavior or not, because they're not romantically together. They're actively right. saying we're not together in a relationship. I he's allowed was, to do whatever he wants. I think if it was up to him, they'd still be together. But she, and he would still be fucking every other oh, chick yeah. that walks by. He wants his that cake and eat, it, and eat it too. Yeah. But there's got, there, like. I just don't dumb. understand why Chloe felt like she needed, like she's doing a Courtney where she needs her baby daddy to be the same for all her kids when the, her, when the husband or the baby daddy's DNA is clearly terrible to begin Trash. with. So why would you want to procreate with this man, whether it's through sex or an embryo? Well, here's the other. Yeah. So here's the two folder on this part of either. I don't, you know, we know she doesn't have any other choices. Like she's already had the struggle with fertility and like egg retrieval. So she probably can't retrieve any other eggs. And you've confirmed that they decided to create embryos together. And we both know that embryos have a higher survival rate than unfreezing eggs. That's why she did. That's why she claimed she did. And at that point, they were in a better space. Yeah. But (laughs) if we're going to pretend like you hadn't heard rumors that he had already impregnated somebody else and was fighting that and trying to hush that woman up. After he'd already cheated on you more than once. But you're like, well, we're only going forward with a co-parenting situation. But you also haven't seen him parent with his other baby mama who he first had and acknowledging his first child, Prince. And also, like, I get that embryos are better than eggs. Like, let's be real. She could have gotten any, like, sperm donor, like, any other human on this Yeah, but I don't think she could have her on one more. I don't think she has the ability to have any other child besides these embryos that she has available of her DNA. But what I'm saying is, instead of freezing embryos with him last year, she should have done that with a sperm donor. Fair enough. But when did they freeze the embryos before True happened? No, it wasn't before True. They just did this, like, last season, on the last season. Of gotcha. Okay, that's what I was asking. Action. Like, was it on the It tel- was yeah. after the, they broke up and all of that, and they were getting, you know, they were becoming Got friends it. again. And that's when everyone was like, why are you doing this? Like, you could literally get anyone else to be a sperm donor. Yes. Correct. Then, yeah. Yeah. So... It's just, and I'm, and the rumor is that the baby's already been born. Well, it was conceived in November. No. So then it's due in August. Well, August, I mean, just because it's due doesn't mean, the, there is rumors that this baby has already been born and that's why he's out and about. Well, if the baby's already been born, it's probably not in great shape. Like. Who knows? It, it's premature. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Significantly. But... I, either way, he's going to be out and about. He's going to be whatever the fuck yeah, he wants I mean, to do. I don't understand why. He's not a good person. No, he's not. And there was an amazing meme that I reposted that was like, Tristan Thompson is never in the news for basketball. <laughs> I was about to say, like, is he even playing still? Is he, is he on the He was last yeah. year still, but like uh, whether he was playing on a, you know, on a team that was doing well. I, I forgot where he went after the Celtics because I don't really care about him, but. Uh, it's just, yeah, all he's ever in the news for is 
being spotted with another lady. <laughs> it's just so insane because it's like, okay, well, True has two other siblings that she easily has access of knowing about once, give her four more years when she can fucking Google it. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think Chloe sees them as siblings, unfortunately. No, and that's even more disgusting. Exactly. It's like, these are these kids did nothing wrong, and it's all. It's just gonna be such a oh, I just think about all. Yeah. I mean, these kids fine. are gonna deal with so much trauma, anxiety. You know, their whole life has been on TV, whether they wanted it to be or not. There's so much that's fucked up with these kids. Well, yeah, even beyond that, they're, the bubble that they're going to be kept in is going to fuck them up even more. Yep. Because they're only going to have each other to play with because it's all they I mean, that's do. kind of how it is now. Yeah, that's how like the you just see, want to keep it, too. Yeah, you just basically see True with her cousins because they were all born around the same time. Like Dream and Chai and all of them. They're, like, yeah. basically their own siblings. Um, yeah. So that's why, you know, the other kids of trail of tristan are like you know not to be mentioned yeah because i was thinking of anybody other no because like kanye hasn't had any other kids yet yeah or disick or anything like that yeah no but apparently north is besties with jessica simpson's kids yeah i know yeah which is interesting interesting. yeah flew them private jet to like a fucking eight-year-old's birthday party i'm gonna go jump off the bridge i mean north North, North seems talk- like a real piece of shit. I was just going to say, talk about, I mean, you think of Kanye's first kid Ugh. and then having the encouragement from Kim. It is like this child is going to be a terror. She already is a terror. And she stepped into the role and she's like, my father is Kanye West. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I would not want to babysit that child. I'll tell you that now. Oh my god, I'd leave that kid in a hot car. <laughs> fucking hate that kid. <laughs> I mean, sometimes she does some things that are pretty incredible and like classic Kanye moves, but like then you will remind yourself that she's like under the age of twelve and you're yes. like, if this is how she is now, like she's going to be a terror when she's an, a teenager. Yeah, I'm not getting blue ivy vibes from her. I mean, I also would be a little afraid of blue ivy, but but in that's a diff- like in I a feel different like I respect way. that. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, yeah, it is a sight to see. And I can also see, like, Beyonce's mom and, like, Jay-Z's mom, like, putting um, Blue Ivy, like, in in check a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, whereas Chris would just be like, let me give you more. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh, God, and Kanye's not well, and he's never going to be well, and then, yeah, I can't imagine the Kool-Aid he's given to that kid. Oh, definitely not. And she was just at Paris Fashion Week, and then her and her mom have matching nose rings, and you're like... And she's holding that sign that says stop, because people are taking photos of her. I mean, she's got balls. Oh, God. Has she... Does she what, can she read? Like, do the kids go to school? Yeah, they do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> or just, you know, the two tutors come to the house, and like, you know. I mean, with COVID, it was all remote, because every school was, but like, they definitely... I mean, they have to go to school. <laughs> but do they? I mean, are we living in I mean, a they world don't really or... need to, but legally they have to. At least I know. until I just they feel hit like there's like a lot of workarounds they can get around. 
Yeah, I mean, in theory, they could just have homeschool Kardashian and just have all the kids te- be taught by the same tutor and call it a day. That's what I kind of figured was happening. Yeah. yeah. But then how would they meet Jessica Simpson's kids? <laughs> same, like, same tutor. That's what I thought. <laughs> they just have, like, little prairie school backyard, like, little house on the prairie and their $80 million Calabasas mansions. mansions. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just stars, just like us. Yeah, and that teacher makes, like, 80 grand a year. Good for them. No, I'm sure more than that. It's twice their salary. So I would sh- hope. Like, I would hope more than that. Anyway, I, I think they know what the what the tutors get, and so they're they're pinching pennies over there. I'm sure they but, ain't getting health benefits from the Kardashians. I'll tell you that. I've actually. They're supposed to be. I mean, they all sign these insane NDAs. An insurance plan to work for the Kardashians, but there have been like rumors and other like things coming out where like the way that they treat their staff is oh, as yeah. terrible as you would expect. Yeah. When Kim, I think that, you know, the real kickoff started when Kim said like, get work. People don't want to work these days. Just work and you'll get yeah. money. If my job was interns... just to post an Instagram post about my latest, uh, you know, fashion i would be working plenty (laughs) yeah just work get off your ass and work i do plenty of things i go into an office and i pick out colors i work like i try on different things and i do a photo shoot i work you're like that's none of this is working yeah she's awful just remember i mean she has definitely made a name for herself herself from her origins but at the end of the day this woman was famous for a sex tape not even a sex tape. Your mother brokered a sex tape on your behalf. Which, by the way, she's not working in. <laughs> your mother pimped it out. Yeah, and she literally does. The, she blows him for a few minutes. That's the most work she puts in. And she doesn't even blow him, like, that hard. Like, it's a very, like, lazy blow job. <laughs> <laughs> but for the rest of the time, she's on her stomach. So... She didn't even fucking do that. And doing her usual Kardashian poses before they were a thing. So. And then he has fucking Raycon and he's making too much money. Oh my God. Don't get me started on Ray J. I will get you started. All right. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So there goes that Kardashian. Rant. Should we, speaking of Kardashian, yeah. should we talk about what we're watching? Well, I think we have a couple other like random. Um, should we just, met, I mean, because we, we didn't think we'd have the time, but like, the army hammer of it all. Oh. If you guys haven't been aware, he once he got outed for having a job in the Cayman Islands for doing timeshares. <laughs> yes, that's a real story. Yeah, he was selling timeshares, um, and you know, going up to work in khakis and a in a a, t- a collared t shirt and a clipboard. <laughs> yep, and um, everybody found out, and so they started, um, you know trolling him hard and they're fucking up that business and all this stuff so uh he got airlifted out of there by robert downey jr who paid for his rehab the first time around which i don't understand why he doesn't have money saved up if you're getting paid which i was assume he would command anywhere from eight to twelve million dollars per film because his films like weren't doing that well so he's not like above that really but he was the star of multiple films so not to mention he's a child of the arm and hammer found you know fortune yeah but apparently they that's the multi-generational issue of like apparently he's not seeing a dime of any of that they have their homes so they are like they're already you know they're, they're set up the benefits of it but he's 
the great grandparents, the grandparents were like, fuck these generations and did not leave money for them and like all this stuff. But he's fine. He's going to be fine. He's always going to be fine. But apparently, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. like wants, you know, because he is the poster boy for second and third chances in Hollywood to be successful. And now yeah, we're coming Robert into. Robert Downey Jr. never did what Army Hammer did. No, but Robert Downey Jr. is definitely the one of the first victims of cancel culture yeah. and for what he did lost his entire career. He didn't get his career back until he self-insured himself. He insured himself to do Iron Man. He and, couldn't even get insurance so nobody would hire him. And I remember there was like a classic Oprah interview that he did probably around that time about yes. like with his wife about how she saved him and like you know yeah and because he he straight up went to jail for in like yeah breaking and entering isn't great but he was so wasted he broke and entered and passed out right. he didn't attack anybody in the home he didn't steal anything he didn't murder anyone nope and then he got months to a year in prison for doing this he did his time he stayed sober yeah it's just kind of fascinating because this day and age literally would nothing, nothing would have happened to him yeah, yeah. no it's just he, a classic case of the times we're living in yeah it's fascinating just like when you look back on that but yeah so apparently and then uh and then he's in rome today so like army's fine this is that yeah. really grinds my gears I mean, I thought I thought it would be great if he just stayed in the Cayman Islands. Me too. I wanted that just to be his new life, and like, yeah, it's a joke, but like, you know. But if you're gonna have Robert Downey Jr. behind you on this, who was also instrumental in getting Ben Affleck right. sober too. So yeah, yeah, just oh army, but yeah, okay. Do you want me to kick off the? Um, yeah, you got a lot more. Okay, cool. All right. Um, yeah, I'll go back a little bit and move forward. I saw Thor: Love and Thunder, which is not getting great reviews at all. I liked it. I totally why. I totally understand why people are not enjoying it. It was pretty much all over the place, like thematically, and is a little um, cartoonish, over the top. For like, it, it lost its grounding a little bit, mm. um, and it was playing with a lot of different themes at once. But I love Thor so much. And then the Guardians of the Galaxy were in there too. And um, I could literally just like watch Chris Hemsworth do anything, anything. all day. Yeah. So I enjoyed Thor. Um, I guess if I watched it again, I'd probably have another. We, I'd be interested to see if my opinion changes. Uh, and then, um, oh my God, another one that like, no one's going to see except for me is like <laughs> straight to video, which is not a thing anymore, but straight to streaming. Um, Last Scene Alive starring Gerard Butler and Jamie Alexander, who is you also are the only Thor. one keeping Gerard Butler's career afloat. And I'm, I'm fine you. with that. Yeah, I'm because he owes me a lot. So I'm gonna let him know that <laughs> when he comes on him? the pod. <laughs> Um, this one was really fun though. I mean, it's not as stupid bad as like Geostorm, which is like one of the best, or like the um Olympus Has Fallen series. That one's great. Uh, but this one, Jamie Alexander is his like estranged wife who goes missing in their hometown when they go to the gas station because he's like about to drop her off at her parents because they're getting separated. And then at the gas station, she goes missing, and so he's accused, you know, he's the last one to see her, and right. he's the accuser, but so he then goes on a quest to like find her. It all probably happens in like a 
I think like maybe like a four or five hour period, but it was great. Ethan Embry surprise um, star, like co-star of the film. And that was really fantastic. He's amazing. I think he really saves that film. Um, uh, but yeah, that's available on demand. Uh, then uh, the gray man, that's the most much anticipated. Oh, what happened there? Um, much anticipated Netflix movie starring done by the Russo brothers who did all of Captain America and Avengers, or maybe just all of Avengers, but like all, you know, infinity war Endgame, their writer director or directors of them. And uh, so Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling are both assassins. Uh, Gosling uh, is going rogue on some stuff. So Evans needs to get brought in to like put him down. And uh, it's about this elite force of former um, uh, people that were locked up. I was like former incarcerated people, but like basically sociopaths and get employed by the U S government to be their assassins. And so, yeah, it was, I mean, I enjoyed the hell out of it. If you like Ryan Goss, I mean, Ryan Gosling always like one of the best, one of the strongest comedic performers of our generation. Very dry, very good. He's amazing at everything. Chris Evans plays an absolute scumbag, which is really fun to see with a mustache and a military haircut. So he's everything that you don't want to fantasize about, but you can't help but fantasize about. And you're like... (laughs) You're like, yeah, I'd let that guy do whatever he wants. And that's not good because he would probably murder me, but like, <laughs> it would be worth it. Uh, and that. Uh, Isn't Brad was... Pitt in it too? Nope. No, that's Bullet Train that he's doing oh. a press tour that he's coming out with. Um, the only issue that I had is like the choreography for the fight scenes is like really, really over the top. The way they film it, I think they used a camera with um, a higher. Like, well, no, everything's digital now. It's not by frame. I don't know. No, it was, like, literally the way they filmed the fight scenes were, like, faster than the other things. And so it was just, like, and these guys are supposed to be assassins. They're not superheroes. So they got blown up, like, every other minute. And I was, like, no, they're not just walking away from these explosions. Like, this is really insane. So they should have died, like, 12 times before the end of the movie and stuff. So... That was a little ridiculous, but they give Gosling a lot of really, and Evans, a lot of fantastic, like, one-off one-liners that shouldn't make this movie as funny as I thought it was. Um, And then I would go Blackbird on Apple TV. That's the TV show I'd recommend to everybody. It's probably my favorite show to come out in the past few weeks. Uh, And that is Taron Edgerton and Paul Walter Hauser, who you guys have seen before, but he plays these really strange character actors that is different in everything. He's really interesting actor. Um, and then Taron Edgerton's amazing. He most notably Elton John biopic is what his most recent stuff is, but he's great in everything he's in the Kingsman and Taron Edgerton plays a um, former uh, like high-end coke dealer in Wisconsin. He gets busted for coke. And then the Paul Walter Hauser is a suspected serial killer of young women. And they the FBI makes a deal with Taryn Edgerton's character to enter into the federal prison, befriend or enter into the regular prison, befriend Paul Walter Hauser's character and try and get a confession out of him. And if he doesn't get a confession, they don't have enough evidence to keep Paul Walter in, yeah. pr- in prison. 
So he needs to get this confession to then get his sentence commuted and get this guy to be held in prison. Mm. So that's again, Apple TV blackbird oh it's also ray liotta's like last thing before he passed away all right it's a six part miniseries so it's only four episodes are out they're an hour each so yeah how about you um i've been watching mostly comedy things so i watched the bill burr uh comedy special on netflix so i started it and i could not watch it really i couldn't couldn't not watch it i just go i went 10 to 15 minutes in and I go I don't I don't have the patience right now to deal with him like you know coming after our generation and I will say I usually do not find him funny and which is the reverse of me because right yeah and I really enjoyed this special like I actually laughed out loud where I normally don't um I did watch it on a plane so that might have been part of it it's just like better than nothing but I I definitely found myself laughing out loud um, and it's live at Red Rocks, which is a theater I've been is on my bucket list. I know we didn't get to go when we were there uh, years ago because it was snowing in May. Um, but welcome to Denver. Yeah, exactly. We also but, didn't have a car. Like no, I know, but that was really Denver. the only thing on, in Denver that I didn't, or like you know, in the outskirts of Denver that yeah. I didn't get to do that I wanted to do. Um, so yeah, that's on Netflix. Um, also the new season of Only Murders on Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, uh, starring Steve Martin, um, Martin Short and Selena Gomez. Martin Lawrence? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, that's a different one. Um <laughs> I'm actually liking the second season more than the first season. It's less corny. Gotcha. And, and maybe because I'm more invested because you know, you've already gone in the full first season and for those that don't watch obviously the the story is about um it's only murders in the building so the first season they're trying to figure out who killed someone and now there's another murder that they're also trying to figure out who killed but yeah but then since then they had a podcast that became big from the murder right there's like this other element of having to like they have fans yeah. and, you know, the second season and there's a new celebrity that lives in there in the building last season was Sting. Now it's Amy Schumer. Um, so it's just cute. It takes place on the Upper West Side, although this season they're filming a lot on the Upper East Side. In fact, the diner that they're always filming in this season is a diner that I frequent often or at least get delivery from. So I'm, I'm liking that it's getting some love, although they rename it for the show. Yeah. Um, so that I think I'm like halfway through again. Hulu, it's like, you know, an episode a week. So waiting. and it's half an hour. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes, maybe even a little more. But um, watching that, and then also new on Hulu is that show Bear, um, which is a I've rave only seen, reviews, rave reviews, rave reviews. I've only watched the first episode, but it's basically following this guy who was uh, working at like the top. A restaurant in New York City and he has to come back to Chicago to help uh, take care of his brother's uh, sandwich, sh- sandwich shop that is like falling apart and um, the rest is history but it actually has a really good cast the main guy I know is from Shameless but in, also on the show you have um, Abby Elliott plays his sister you have um this guy, I don't know his name, but he was. You want from, me to do it again? It's my from, favorite yeah. name, Ebon Mosbachrock. 
my favorite, one of my favorite Whatever Casey names. just said, I know Ebon. him from Yvonne. Yeah, E-N, I think, and then Moss, and then Bachrock is his last Bachrock. name. Bachrock is a fun name to say. Yeah. I mean, um, Super Jew. So into him. He plays the brother, or the cousin, and, you know, he was, I know him from Girls. He plays Marnie's um, musician husband, and eventually... Yeah, he's been in so many random things. Like, he was on the show, this TNT show called The Last Submarine. Like, he's Mm. in the most random. He's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then this other comedian, AO, I forget how you pronounce her last name, is also in it. So it's, uh, again, I've only seen the first episode. It's a lot of, I think, similar to what you were saying um, in that movie where it's very, like, sped up, like, the... The filming, it's, like, very fast-paced, so you have to be, like... Yeah, and if they were using old film, you would say, like, oh, it's on, like, a 64 frame per second or, like, an you know, higher than average 24 frame, for, frame per second. And like, that's what would make sense, but now everything's filmed digitally, so I don't know how that happens. It's filmed. Yeah. Yeah, this just feels like it's on, like, you know, when you can listen to a podcast, like, at super speed, it, like, kind of looks like that. Yeah, it feels like but... you're on Adderall and you're, like, watching it you're... I have never been on Adderall, but yeah, I'll take your word for it. It definitely feels like you're on something when you're watching it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, more more to come on that. And then um, thing that we both started watching, which is new, is uh, that show 101 Ways to... Oh, yeah, Party Before You Die. 101 party be- Places to Party Before You Die. Before You Die, which is a travel show on FX. I think it's also on Hulu starring Adam Pally. With our, like, yeah, if we had to pick, like, if we're going to go with two guys that were, like, mirroring, if, like, if we're having an upside-down world or, like, an opposites <laughs> day, like, we're the female, like, Adam Pally, John Gabris. Oh, really? Which, which one's we're which? Pally and I'm Gabris. Okay. Yeah, say. okay. You're definitely more Gabrus. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Even I don't think you're I'm Gabrus. of it all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more Gabrus. Yeah, just the way <laughs> he's talking, at least in the first. So the first episode, they and go to Denver. Just obsession with weed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I, yeah, I mean, the first episode, they go to Denver. So, um, and what I appreciated was the first place they go to is a restaurant that I chose for when we went to Denver. Um, and they got those fucking pork buns. That I've everything at that place since. was so good. Yeah. And honestly, I've sent so many other people there who have gone to Denver after. Linger. And they've, they've all loved it. So for those who ever who are either in Denver or going to Denver, go to the restaurant Linger. You will not be sorry. Yeah. Um, and I haven't watched it yet, but then I'll probably watch it later today. The newest episode is Miami. So I'll be curious to see where they went there. If, if it was any of the places I've been to. But, you know me, I love a travel show. I had just finished Phil, Somebody Feed Phil, so I, like, need something else. Um, and these are our boys, too. I mean. Yeah, they're only 30 minutes or even less with commercial breaks. So, um, but it's just, like, a fun, lighthearted show. Um, so, yeah, that's another thing we're, I'm watching. And then I don't think we've talked about it, but um, the latest Housewives that we've been watching is – the dream that is ultimate girls trip which is there it's in its second season um it's for those that don't know it's basically women from different housewives uh franchises so there's a few from new york there's a few from the oc there's a few from atlanta a few other ones um and they're all basically on a vacation for eight days and in this instance they're all staying at dorinda mendley's house bluestone manor which 
um, when she was on Real Houses of New York, always had insane. They were always the best episodes of the season because chaos always ensues. There's something that happens when they go to this house. To this house. That makes which is a legit estate. Minds. Yeah. Um, and the same thing happens, especially with all of the culture clashes of women from different cities and different backgrounds. So it has become, it is really entertaining. Um, and that's on Peacock. So yeah. we're like halfway done with that, I believe. It's just, yeah. Whew. It's a lot. Well, you have to deal with Tamara and Vicky and then we're reluctantly accepting Phaedra back into the fold. Despite the fact that she tried to destroy some other woman's life. Um, but she's the most entertaining one right now on the show. So it's like, I mean, I was just listen- listening to Bitch Sesh um, actually today. And they were saying that they've officially like forgiven Phaedra for all of what she's done because of what she's been bringing to this. I mean, can we get Candy's take on it? Because that's like, if Candy, I mean, I think Candy is more forgiving than us too. So I think Candy actually has forgiven her. No, no I don't think she has to the point where like, I think that's a big reason why Phaedra isn't on anymore. Good. Like, I, I, mean, I wouldn't should've... be surprised if like, if Candy left Atlanta, if then they would determine, oh, we could bring Phaedra back. But at the same time, Candy's also very over being on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So she should leave. But that shouldn't be like an invitation for Phaedra to come back. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah. it would make good TV. I know. But these, yeah. I mean, these franchises. Like, are you going to watch Orange County? Like, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I really don't want to see Tamara on my screen any more than I already am seeing her. So. Yeah. I but know. I will kind of be interested to see Alexis. Jesus jugs. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. Ugh, yeah. I okay. want to see what Alexis is like without Jim Bellino. I don't think it's gonna be that much different. <laughs> I think we're still gonna hate her because no, we are. Gone. But we didn't even watch the episode. But she was on below deck with that boyfriend that she was like all on top of or whatever, and it was She's super fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, that's why we watch these shows. So we feel better about our lives. <laughs> on All that right, well, note <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah. we got anything else or should we end it there on a, usually we ended on a nice positive note about the world ending so why <laughs> should this be any, any different because it hasn't gotten better guys no i mean that's also been a big reason why i just haven't been in the mood to do this thing because it's like the world is slowly crumbling i mean it's not even slowly anymore it's just crumbling <laughs> no but we still get to like sign it on monday at 8 a.m Ugh, I don't want to be like about that. Oh, do, 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 Let's like do. pretend the world job. isn't falling do, do, apart. Do, do. Let me just Let's crush crunch, crunch numbers to something that makes no real, you know, change in the world and just pretend like the world is not falling apart. Yeah. I feel like at my 401k for when China takes everything <laughs> from us. <Okay. laughs> Put money in my 401k that won't exist by the time I yeah. retire because the world won't even exist. All of a sudden this week, everyone's like, hey, isn't it weird that China owns like a third of our property? You think they plan anything with that? Fuck. Oh, God. Yeah. We'll save that for next week. <laughs> Get your money out of the HSBC account now. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll see you next time. Bye.